Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that hello 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 welcome to fit and fabulous with me dr alina welcome to the last podcast of 2002 a day late I apologize for that I hope you had a better Christmas than we did because we spent the entire Christmas being unwell I have been in bed for three days now I am feeling better and I am excited to actually get this podcast out for you so this is the best podcast or the podcast with the most downloads from 2022 and just having a little look back on 2022 I think for me 2022 has been a year of being unwell, not me personally, but people around me, Um, hospitals, too many people going to hospital, but on a positive note, seeing lots of people that we haven't seen for lots and lots of time prior to that, thanks to COVID. And looking forward to 2023, what I would like to achieve is health and wellness for everybody around me, and I think traveling. So I'm interested to find out what your goals are for 2023. And on a note, on that note, if you are thinking, okay, I really want to get to my health and wellness goals, and I know that I need some help getting there, then make sure you book a call this week. If you book a call this week, I will. my prices are going to go up in 2023. If you book the call now, not for this week, for next week, but if you book it this week, I will hold the prices for you so that you can take advantage of 2022 prices. So make sure you book a call. And we will chat about where you are, where you want to get to, and what it would look like to have support and what it would look like to actually get there. Yes, you can get there. The vast majority of people do need help getting there. And there's loads of reasons why that is. But I'm just going to leave it at making it easy and fun. And it can be easy and fun, I promise you. So go and book a call right now. And I look forward to chatting to you next week. Now, The podcast that I'm re-releasing is The Truth About Carbohydrates. So I hope that you enjoy finding out all about carbohydrates and I look forward to seeing you in 2023. Hello, hello, hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina. I hope that you are feeling amazing. Okay, I'm just going to jump right into it today and talk about carbohydrates. So I have been asking around people, anyone who's in contact with me, what do you want to hear about on my podcast? And this was one of the things that people said they would like to hear about, talking about carbohydrates and the truth about carbohydrates. On a side note, if you have another topic that you would like me to wax lyrical about, please feel free to get in contact and let me know. And chances are I've already covered it, but I like going over things again and again. Okay, carbohydrates. Let's have a chat about carbohydrates because carbohydrates can be a little bit confusing. And there are some common misconceptions that people like to talk about on the internet. So hands up if any of these sound familiar. 
I need to go on a low carbohydrate diet and carbohydrates are the villain. I need to cut out all carbohydrates. Another one that I saw is carbohydrates contain too much sugar. Aha, that's interesting because carbohydrates are sugar. So we will talk about that in a minute. But there's there's loads and loads of these different myths that you can find on the internet and basically vilifying carbo carbohydrates and saying, look, what you need to do is cut out carbohydrates and then you're all going to be good. Now, there's good news and there's bad news. There's an element of truth in what is going on here. However, there's a really, really huge misconception, which we just need to clear up. Because here's the big thing. You know what I'm always going on about? Vegetables, vegetables, vegetables. You know, my favorite saying is the best thing you can give your children is your own happiness. And the second best thing you can give them is vegetables. And you may have heard me mention vegetables one or two million times before, but I truly believe that vegetables are the secret sauce. They are the difference between easy weight loss, leading a long and healthy life, and it just being easy. I think vegetables for me really sum it up as being easy. It doesn't have to be complicated. But hey, guess what vegetables are? You've got it. They're carbohydrates. Well, they're not all carbohydrates. They're carbohydrates. They may have fiber, vitamins, things called phytonutrients. Some vegetables contain protein as well. So there are plant sources of vegetables such as lentils, legumes. Some contain fat. Avocados contain fat. However, the vast majority of vegetables are carbohydrate. And the really big thing that's going on here is not all carbohydrates are created equally. Now, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the ketogenic diet here as well, because this is something that is really, really, really confusing. And what some people say is ketogenesis is the way that your body loses weight and you need to go on a ketogenic diet to lose weight. And if you don't allow your body to go into ketogenesis, then you're never going to lose weight. So let me just sidetrack a little bit and explain what ketogenesis is and why it causes a lot of controversy and why some people enjoy the ketogenic diet. So essentially, our body uses carbohydrates, which are essentially sugars. Sugars are, our body uses carbohydrates as its main fuel. So normally our body is busy running on different sugars and there's different sugars. You'll have heard of different ones like glucose and fructose. And the one that we normally use, the main, main one is glucose. And things like starches are complex carbohydrates. They get broken down into smaller molecules of, um, of sugars. Oh, I'm just pausing because I've got my new office. I'm in my office and my office looks out into the window of the garden and there was a beautiful robin just sat there. Oh, it's so exciting. Okay. So glucose carbohydrates are what our body uses as their main source of energy. However, we have this amazing backup system, which is if your body can't get any carbohydrates, we have this system called ketogenesis, excuse me, ketogenesis that we use in case of emergencies. And what happens when we stop eating? Well, the first thing is we use up all the available glucose in our blood, and then we go and look for stored areas 
that we might have, which, you know, there are stores which we can use quite quickly in an hour or so. And then after, you know, our body's going, oh my goodness, there really is no food coming. So we're talking a couple of days normally. It does depend on the amount of your stores, but say two days, two to three days, oh my goodness, there's really no food coming. My body needs to do something to keep me alive. Otherwise, well, my brain is going to go kaput. So ketogenesis, interestingly, our brain can use glucose and ketone bodies. So ketogenesis is this fail safe that we have where our body starts breaking down stores in a different way in this pathway called ketogenesis. And it creates these things called keto bodies, excuse me, keto bodies, which our brain can use. Because look, our brain needs energy. Without energy, our brain just goes bleh. So our brain can only use glucose or ketogenesis. And when our body just totally runs out of glucose, it turns to ketogenesis to keep our brain alive. And what ketogenesis does is break down fat and uses fat as a store. And this is why people get a little bit confused because people say, oh, well, we're burning out, burning fat. So therefore that must be really, really good. So here is where people get to in saying, okay, I'm going to go on the ketogenic diet. And what I'm going to do on the ketogenic diet is I am going to put my body into this state of ketogenesis so that it's constantly using this different pathway. And I'm not going to use the normal carbohydrate breaking down pathways. And the idea is, is that you're constantly burning fat. Now, the thing is, you in order to do this, you need to be having a very high protein, high fat diet, because if you start eating carbohydrates, or rather what I should say is you need to have a low carbohydrate diet, because the minute you start adding in carbohydrates, you switch off ketogenesis and you go into normal carbohydrate metabolism. So people on the ketogenesis diet, they put themselves into ketogenesis and they need to stay in ketogenesis by eating lots of fat, which they then burn. Now, here's the question. They are burning fat that they are eating as well as possibly fat that is on their muscles. Now, the ketogenic diet is a little bit controversial. And it is clear that there are side effects of being permanently on the ketogenic diet. So a lot of people talk about having a ketogenic flu and not feeling very, very great. And there are other side effects as well. Um, in my mind, the biggest side effect is that you aren't eating enough fruit and vegetables and you're not eating enough fiber. And clearly research shows that it's really good to be eating vegetables and fiber and these things are good for you. Now, another big side effect of the ketogenic diet, and I would say as a side note, I think where people see the ketogenic diet having some effect is people who have a lot of weight to lose. And it can be a tool to help them get to a smaller weight. The big problem with the ketogenic diet is that it is not sustainable. And studies have looked at this. And generally what happens is people start off going, oh, hooray, I can eat bacon all day long. I love bacon. That's going to be fabulous. But the reality is, is that actually people find it very, very restrictive, which in my mind does not address this big issue that I see, which is having a good relationship with food. In my mind, 
The fundamental thing that you need to do if you want to lose weight and lead a healthy life is have a good relationship with food and then enjoy healthy living. And on a side note, have you signed up for my amazing video, which is the five steps that I use to teach my clients how to have a good, healthy relationship with food, how to lose 10 to 50 pounds naturally and how to have lots of energy. So sign up for that. I'll put the, sh- the I'll put it in the show notes if you haven't, but it's about 30 minutes and it is transformational. It is really those mindset shifts that you need to take. So go and look at that. Okay, so going back to the ketogenic diet, in my mind, one of the biggest, biggest problems is that it is not sustainable. So on one level, it doesn't really matter whether it works or not, because if people can't stick to it, it doesn't work. It has to be something that you can carry on forever and ever. This is where you want to get to. You don't want to be constantly thinking, oh, I'm going to try the ketogenic diet for three months, and then I'm going to try something else, and then I'm going to try something else. No, you want to do one thing. You want to install these habits and systems and routines and loving healthy living. And then you get on and enjoy the loving healthy living thing rather than like, oh, I have to change it again in six months time. You want to find a solution that works for you. And here's a key to finding that solution is enjoying it. So making sure that it fits in your life. Okay. Let's go back to carbohydrates because People say carbohydrates are evil. You need to lead a low fat life. And here is my answer to this question. There are two major forms of carbohydrates. And one of them is what I call white refined carbohydrates. And even that is a big, there's a big difference between, for example, eating a little bit of pasta and eating a cake that is highly, highly processed with all kinds of random things in it. You know, when you read the list and you're like, oh my goodness, I can't even pronounce the name of this thing. What on earth is it? So there are white refined carbohydrates, which are processed. And yes, they are processed. I remember having this conversation with my father-in-law a few years ago, talking about processed foods and saying, well, pasta is processed. And he was like, no, it's not. And it's like, you know what? I've never seen a pasta tree in my life or a pasta plant. Pasta is processed. Now, I will grant you, it's not highly processed. It's not as processed as a lot of other foods. You know, those things, I call them air crisps. They're sort of, as far as I can work out, made of polystyrene. They're not really made of polystyrene, but they kind of look like they're made of polystyrene. Far, far, far more processed than than pasta. But if you think about the processing that has gone on in pasta, somebody has taken a wheat plant, they have taken off the fibrous bit of the wheat plant, they have got the flour from the inside, and then they have turned that flour into pasta. So yes, in my mind, that is processed. So I like to look at things on a spectrum. On one end, we've got highly processed foods. Then we've got, you know, less processed, but still white refined carbohydrates. And in that bucket, I would include things like white potatoes. A lot of white potatoes now are quite processed. Process isn't quite the right word, excuse me, word that I'm looking for in that They are different than they used to be. They're modified. They're genetically modified so that they give us a much higher glucose hit than they used to be. So instead of having things like white potatoes, swapping them for things like sweet potatoes and turnips and other root vegetables is a really good swap in my mind. But that's not to say you have to exclude potatoes 
all the time. It's just being aware of these things and thinking, I don't want loads of these things in my diet. So processed foods, which are within the white refined carbohydrates, then less processed foods, and then vegetables. And all of these are carbohydrates. Now, obviously, most foods are made up of more than one thing, and they contain fat and they contain protein. So, But all of these contain some form of carbohydrates and vegetables contain carbohydrates. Now, I'm sure you've heard me going on about vegetables before. Why do I think that vegetables are the answer? Number one, they are naturally low in calories. So you can eat an entire cabbage. Well, actually, you probably can't. It's probably really difficult. But if you were to eat an entire cabbage, you still haven't actually eaten that many calories. And you're filling yourself up and feeling, the posh word is satiated. You're feeling full up. You're feeling that pleasant glow after you've eaten some food instead of, oh my goodness, I'm feeling guilty and I'm still feeling hungry or not satisfied. So in a nutshell, carbohydrates are not the villain. And you do not need to lead a low carbohydrate diet. A low carbohydrate is essentially a ketogenic diet. Now, do you need to lead a low refined carbohydrate diet? And I would say, yes, you do. Actually, you do want to be cutting out the processed food as much as possible. And you want to be using vegetables because they contain oh so many good things for them, for you And they are the easy route to losing weight, to leading a healthy life, and to actually having bucket loads of energy because you feel so much better when you're eating healthily. So I hope that has addressed some of the myths and cleared up a little bit of the confusion surrounding carbohydrates. Are carbohydrates really evil for us? I didn't go into exactly why people think these are. I've addressed this before in different podcasts and I will put the podcasts on the show notes. But essentially, vegetables are your friends. And yes, they are carbohydrates, but they are good carbohydrates. And they take much longer for our body to process for so many reasons, partly because they're not processed. So instead of somebody else doing all of that work, our body is doing that work. We have to start by chewing. Well, if you take something that's got like an orange, you have to peel it first or a banana. You have to peel that. You have to get to, I know it's not that difficult, but we have to do that tiny bit of extra work and then we have to chew it and then we have to break it down and get through all of that fiber. So lots of reasons why the energy within the fruit and vegetables is released on a much slower level. So I hope that was useful to you. Let me know if you have any other topics you would like to address and go and watch that video. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye.